When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coach, when uh, when Jordan went down, obviously a lot of the guys on the field were were struggling emotionally. Mm -hmm. um, what did you see from them, and the way they kind of regrouped as the game went on, and it seemed like played pretty well, especially in the second half. Uh, what did you see from them? Yeah, just care. You know, I mean, they they it goes outside of football or a game or um, anything dealing with an activity or a sport, just to seeing your friend down, you know, and seeing somebody who sacrificed so much and, and you know, and, and hopeful and all these kind of things. So I, it leaves the moment of just the game and what's going on and the crowd. It's just more of that's my, you know, my real friend out there, you know, similar to any of us. We saw a friend down somewhere. You forget you at work. You forget that you got a helmet on. You forget all that. You just more care for your friend. And um, so I, I think in that moment, you know, and we hadn't had moments like that, I mean, you saw even at the bowl game when Jazz went down, everybody ran out there. You know, our, our team is really close. So whenever they see one of their, when their brothers go down, there's always an emotional reaction. And then Jordan, who's been here, every kid on his team has been here with Jordan. So he's been here even before I got here. So his relationship with those guys are, are, are real and, and they understand it. So I think it was just a moment of just blocking everything out and just care for their, for their brother and teammate. I mean, obviously, you spent a lot of time with Jordan as well. What was your immediate reaction? How did you try to block it out? Because obviously, that's not an easy moment for anyone at that in that moment. Yeah, you know, the first thing is you never you never know how serious it is. Because I mean, I've seen Jordan go down before it didn't pop up. I've seen Jordan go down and leave and come back the next game. You know, I've seen him. You know, you know. So sometimes there, there's an there's an ignorance to it. I'm like, oh, he'll be all right. You know, and then it's like, oh, this is real. You know, and and even then, you know, Coach probably spoke on it when he went out there to talk to Jordan. Even in that moment. Jordan calm coach down like I'm, I'm all right I'll be fine you know what I mean like even in that moment even knowing what was happening knowing what was going on he still had a had a um a positive outlook which is <laughs> unbelievable so I think that touched coach hard too but nah man that that, that was my immediate reaction that oh he'd be he'd be all right you know let's go see what's wrong he might have did something simple but um but then his response going forward as you seen him in the hospital with his teammates texting us texting his team texting coach he read a text at the team meeting yesterday so you know he eases the team just like he's done with his play, with his style of leadership, all of it. So, you know, that was my immediate reaction. Chris. What did you think of how Tate handled how he came into that game and how he played going forward? And what has you confident about Tate when he takes over the starting reins? Yeah, I mean, Tate, Tate, an old head. I mean, it's not like we, we putting in some rich refreshment or nothing like that. He's been around, you know, he's been around here just as, you know, just as long as when we came up. We, we were joking the other day, me and Tate got here at the same time. So, you know, it's, it's he's, he's been in it for a while. So, you know, he, he understands the system now. We had a couple of breakdowns in there, you know, with signals and communications and things like that when you happen. But also, he just saw Jordan go down. So he had to compose himself you know so I think once everything settled and um and we, and we got back to to you know playing the game and, and you know and, and inspired I, I thought everything was good but Tate I don't have any concern with how Tate handles things or operates or understands the system or how to work because I mean he's ran it numerous times you know and, I, and I'm, I'm proud for his moment because he earned it 
So, you know, I'm, I'm glad to see anytime somebody earns something, I, I am glad to see him go showcase his ability and what, he, what he's been working on. How are things for Tate and for y'all, the offensive staff, I guess, how are things different now with knowing going into the week he'll be the guy instead of like getting thrown into it like he did Saturday when he did? How much difference? I mean, like, like we say, he knows the system. He understands it. Um, you know, we'll tweak some things that kind of go to his skill set. Well, you know, they are two different, they're not different players, they're different people and different ways to handle things, the way they see things and things like that. So I don't think anything goes as far as planning. It's just more he gets the phone calls of what do you like? You know, when you're the main guy, like when you're Jordan, we would call Jordan throughout the game. You know, he'd be sitting up in the office and saying things that, you know, he'd be suggesting things or things he's feel comfortable with. So you just get those more of those questions to kind of tailor to things you're seeing on film and things that you feel comfortable with and who you feel comfortable with and who you want around you and things of that sort. So he just gets to a little bit more say so in that. But I mean, as far as the game plan, he's always a part of the game plan because he's still always has the ability to go play. He's been our next guy. So, you know, none of that really changes drastically. It's just he gets a little bit more say-so on what he feels comfortable with. Uh, before he, before the injury, uh, offense obviously was struggling. Mm -hmm. uh, the running game was struggling. Um, oh, yeah. There's a lot of external reasons that that could be. I mean, between <laughs> the Florida Miami and with all the activities that were going on that day, um, with the celebrations, do you put any of that on that? or No. Or, or why do you think the offense struggled early in that game? No, I mean, it's very simple of like the first third down we got, um, we ran a counter play to the stack linebacker who the right tackle thought was going to play over the top, but he played underneath, he beat him underneath, that gave it an extra. So Jaheim took his guy and we were down when he made the tackle on the third down. Um, the first short yardage, we were in a condensed formation, which kind of makes the edges closer. So they pinched the front and they bring edges. I mean, you got, you know, you got to, you got to better seal the edges. So um, we had to get that corrected. And then um, one time on the goal line, we got a miscommunication. Tate turned the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? Instead of handing it to the fullback, so it looks like a blown up play. And then on one of the third downs, we had a miscommunication and we were blocking a run and it was a pass protection. So it looked like everybody was just in the backfield. So once everything settled and we got everything calm, I was very confident in what was going to happen. But just like anybody else, I mean, you're not playing air. I mean, they're going to have something that you have to adjust to. And they're going to have something that you hadn't seen that you got to go get it corrected and get it fixed. So, you know, looking at all the situations that happened before that and being able to correct them always gives me confidence because we had guys out there that, you know, especially in my, in my position group, the O-line, where, you know, I, I, was, I was talking to Dylan Gibbons. He was at the game. I said, Gibbons, you know, you was here when we lost a game like this. And that helped you the next year when we didn't. And, we, and then, you know, I mean, it looks like it's just still guys that are learning in the moment. Now, I will say, you know, this is like for a couple of guys in the, this is the first time they played a game like this here, where it's senior night, um, uh, opponent that everybody's telling you outside that you should beat and all that kind of good stuff. So we got guys like Darius, Mo, Rob, Meech, who've been in them conversations that got to get them guys refocused because this is that first time with them. But I, I was very pleased and once everything settled and um, I was able to grasp some eyes and, and, and get everything the way it needed to be that they showed a lot of improvement throughout the game. With Tate, say for like people who will be watching him for the first time, like nationally uh, on Saturday, like what what about a skill set? Should they know what excites you about what he does well physically, mentally, all that stuff? Yeah, I think what sometimes people overlook is Tate is an athlete. 
I mean, you know, you go back to Louisville game, the first third and long, I think he scrambled outside and got about 12 to 15 yards on it outside of the pocket, and Louisville had a fast defense. Um, so, you know, and he can, he, he, can, he can throw the ball. He can throw it. He knows it. He knows how to get the ball out quick. Even in the post, he hit to Johnny on that one play. I mean, he was under pressure. Um, we went too wide on the pool with the play action protection. Um, and the guy came underneath, and he had to, you know, go handle that. But I think his overall skill set and his ability to process information that's why we've always been confident in Tate. You know, I'm pretty sure, you know, if talking to me or anybody else or the head coach or, or Coach Novell or anybody, you'll see the ultimate confidence we have in him because we've seen it. And it was just like going into, I remember uh, it was when we had Trey Benson and Johnny when they first got here and everybody, well, what is Trey going to be and what is Johnny going to be? And we see it every day. So, you know, our, our confidence is extremely high in what he can do. Coach, the swamp at night is a notoriously hard place to play. Can you talk about the challenges of going on the road with a new uh, person under center and possibly a new center? Yeah, we had some guys. We got a lot of guys on this team that were up there in 21. We went up there and lost um, late. So you hopefully that they understand that and, and they know what's coming and they understand how and what things we cannot do. And Helen, um, I thought we had a little bit over-emotional in that game. It was a game, uh, you know, you, you go back, you know, we're 11-0 and 0 now, but at that time we were trying to get Bo eligible, and that was a big deal at the time. Um, I'm glad we got different kind of problems now. But um, at that time, I thought we were a little bit over-emotional. We didn't handle the moment, and we had to learn from that. So we got a lot of experienced guys that were there in that situation that can handle that, and no different than we went up to go play, you know, um, up there in, um, in Clemson, South Carolina, you know. So I think we've, we've done a good job of learning how to handle hostile environments and under, understand emotional control and, and still keeping our poise and not having any kind of mishaps and, and just worrying about us more than anything, but you still got to handle the environment. So I think by having a veteran team that have been in that situation and failed in those situations, they understand what it takes to have a little bit more success. Florida's defense has had some struggles. What have teams been able to do against them, and, and what have they been able to do to, to kind of regain their footing? Yeah, I mean, you know, when you, when you watch teams and, and everything's about matchups because, you know, you go numbers and stats, of course, but then you watch some games, they play really well, and they tackle well, and they kept them in the game, and, and, and they've had a lot of close games, you know. So I think the defense, you know, I think overall they've kind of found their niche of what they're trying to do. Um, you know, we got a new coordinator coming in, and you got some young players and things like that. But they start to settle, and you watch them towards the end of the games. They're doing a little, you know, they, they're they're getting to where they want to be. But their length, athleticism, and size always give them an opportunity to be successful. So you know, we're going into this thing. You know, you know we, we got to be ready because they're long. And you know, this game is a little bit different than the other game they played. You know, you know, you got the in-state rivalry and, and all the history behind it. So you know, we're going to get. We're going to get the double swings. It, it was very similar. We played a bit 21. It was some adversity going on on that side where, you know, they, they had coaching changes and wasn't playing well and all that. That don't matter, you know. It starts off 0-0, zero, zero, square, square, and we got to go execute and be on point because we're going to get the best. Coach, you went into the season with one of those, like, good problems, luxuries of, of mm -hmm. Robert and, and Blessed left tackle and figuring that out. Mm -hmm. We haven't really seen a lot of either of them lately. What's kind of their status and what's been their role for you moving forward? Bless quite, played quite a bit last night. Uh, I mean, uh, with Saturday, he played quite a bit against um, North Alabama. He, he got good work in that game because um, Darius went to center. So when Mo went out, Darius moved to center. And, man, I think he did a phenomenal job. And um, Bless came in and um, got KJ some work. So we rotated. I mean, in that game, I probably rotated just the one with because um, I didn't use Rob in the game, still giving him some time to heal up, but he was available if I needed him. And then we put Darius at center with Mo going down, and then um, Bless and JB took the, 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 the blunt of the work. 
Um, so, you know, I still have ultimate confidence in them. And those guys are still learning, too, because this is Bless and JB's first year starting for me and going through a season. So they're learning some of the lessons that those other guys had to learn in previous years. Um, whether it be making sure you focus, making sure you understand what you're going to get in certain situations. So I, I love some of the mistakes they're making because they're not having to go through what Darius and them went through because when they made those mistakes, we got our teeth kicked in. And it was, it was very detrimental. So they're making those mistakes and we're still having some success. So they have to learn through the adverse moments but still not hurting older guys. It's like, hey, man, we can't, can't do that. So I've, I've been pleased with their progression throughout the season. And every time a new issue comes up, I like their attentive to get it fixed so we're able to show improvement as we go. So, man, just going through that journey, I, I'm glad, you know, I'm getting them the experience they need so we can still have some success because those guys are likely to be back with us too. Brock was able to get a few series out there. I guess how would you assess he did with, with the time he got? And I don't know uh, if you care to comment on the, the touchdown celebration. Uh, he looked a little stiff in the shoulders. <laughs> thought, you know, you got to give him a little sauce. Um, but no, nah, man, Brock, Brock is a ball player. I can't, you know, talking about as far as getting thrown in there, processing information, not having mistakes. And, and I gave him, you know, a, a little bit of a, we were in the offensive meeting, I gave him a little bit of, a little bit of talking because, you know, on that play, we don't pull the ball, but I think he knew what he was doing. You know, he wanted to go score. So, you know, I think he had a little bit of that in him. But no, I like Brock, man. He's smart, tough. He had to come through some adversity, you know, was limited a little bit, and now he's back in that thing, healthy and ready to roll. And what I love about Brock is he stalks Coach uh, Tokarts. I mean, I can't, I mean, anytime we have anything, he'll make Coach Tokarts come in his office and restart it and reteach it and keep doing it and keep doing it. And you love players that stress coaches. You know, like, hey, man, I want you to be on my back about things you don't know because at the end, you control your destiny of your career. I'm here to assist and I'm going to coach you hard, but if I'm missing something or you feel like you ain't got it, come stress me, come stalk me. And that's what Brock does. I mean, he, he put that heat on Tony to make sure he knows what's going on and understands it. So I'm, I'm loving what I'm seeing from his development. He's also, man, I, I was a little surprised how he got out there and ran pretty good too. You know, he got some speed on him. So I think, you know, I, I give him a hard time about his mustache right now. No, I don't like it. But um, I, I do think, man, Brock's going to be a special player for us. The, the backs uh, up and down had a really good game the mm -hmm. other night, very productive. Um, Sam is a guy that, you know, a lot of people haven't seen yet because he's mm -hmm. a freshman. Oh. Uh, how pleased were you with him in, in that game? And what is he a guy in these last few games that he could become a weapon for this offense? Yeah, I mean, Sam, you know, one thing he has an elite speed track guy in high school, you know, and, and could really, really, really run. I think once he gets comfortable, get banged up a little bit, he had to go through some adversity. So he got in there banged a little bit. And even seeing him after the game on the one, he said he made the extra cut. He should have just ran. I said, man, you had a chance to show everybody, you know, how fast you were. And he's like, I don't know why I cut on that one. And I think so. Just like all the rest of those guys, man, as they learn the flashes of the game and their reaction times go faster, Sam could be a very dynamic home run hitting running back because he's one of the faster backs in that room. Similar to Rodney. You know, when Rodney first got here, I feel like I'm having the same conversation I had about Rodney before this season that I'm having about Sam now. I mean, now Rodney is just one of the guys. He's explosive, runs hard. So it's just that process. You know, we do the Sunday night practices, and Sam been showing up on Sunday nights. So everybody that doesn't rep, they go in there. We, we, we get out there on Sundays. You know, we get that work. So they go play another game on Sundays, the game they didn't play the night before. And he's been flashing in that. So he earned those carries because if you're not flashing that, we're not going to give you those carries. we got some other guys we can go in there. So I think as he continues to progress and, and trust his speed and, and start seeing the flashes and reaction, he can be a special back force.